Witnessing to those who are not Christians is not always easy, but all Christians are called to be his witnesses. Just as Christ shared God's love in a myriad of ways, so can we. Consider some of the ways you might share your faith with unbelievers are those who have fallen away from the church or the faith. Start by building a relationship with those you come in contact with on a regular basis, then wait on the Lord to open doors and give you the words to speak of his love. This is Kay Meyer of Family Shield Ministries. Today, we're going to be featuring part one of my book, Witnessing a Lifestyle. We'll talk a little bit more about the book during our announcements. We recently reduced the price of the book, and I realized as I looked back at the programs that I've done that there's four parts to the book. Uh, I've done many on sharing your faith, but nothing on the learn to build a relationship and pray first. And I just thought today would be a good day to talk about part one. So that's what we'll do. So, of course, we always begin with prayer. We ask the Lord to open doors so that we can witness for Christ. We pray that he'll give us the words to speak in the hour or even minute that we need them. We can pray by name for those we know who don't know Christ. Some of these uh, things that I'm going to be sharing are in part one of my uh, book, Witnessing a Lifestyle, and it always begins with building a relationship, praying, and then as God opens the door, sharing Christ. A couple things you can do to build relationships with people and maybe even very simply Share your faith in a very non-threatening way. Send a get well card and put a Bible verse on it. Often, I don't write the verse out. I just put the Bible verse down and I might say, this reminded me of you or your situation. And I hope and pray that they're going to look that verse up. But you could just write it out and it might be something you want them to remember. You can write relatives and friends and share your faith. You know, years ago, we used to write long letters, and I was just sharing a story of someone that shared a long letter with her sister yesterday on a program I was doing. But um, today, most people write emails. Unfortunately, they usually don't save them. So if it's really something important, you could actually write a letter, type a letter if you need to. And uh, and in this in the letter, share your faith. And uh, if I have time later, I'll talk a little bit about how Judy shared her faith with her sister, who was depressed. Told her about an abortion she had had years before, and she couldn't figure out why the Lord was leading her to write her sister about her abortion because she just wanted to help her with her depression. But she did write that long letter and uh, and then learned why God was leading her to share that. I'm not going to go into those details today because that's for a different program. Uh, You can write relatives and friends, and you can send a letter to your grandchildren and share your faith. I think that's a really important thing to do. Uh, Grandparents have such an impact on grandchildren. But don't forget to also share your faith with them. And again, a letter that they might keep would be a great way to do that. You can purchase Christian tracts and enclose them and get well cards or a wedding card. You can get different types of tracts for different special occasions. 
and uh, they just have a little message in them that they might read. Uh, You can take a bowl of soup or a plate of cookies to a neighbor or a friend, Uh, maybe somebody that lives in your neighborhood and you just want to get acquainted. You can invite an unchurched coworker to take a walk with you on your break. I remember doing that years ago with uh, with a, a lady that I'd been praying for for a long time who worked in the same office I did but wasn't near me. And she actually invited me to walk with her. And uh, it was a wonderful opportunity to just keep getting acquainted and eventually share my faith with her. You can offer to teach a home Bible study or invite an unchurched friend to join you at a home Bible study. We uh, used to... Uh, to have a home Bible study program when I was involved with uh, our evangelism program. And and we always encourage people to invite maybe one couple or one person that is unchurched, but have a good mix in that home Bible study. Don't have all unchurched people with maybe just a teacher that knows something. Mix them up and have several good Christian uh, families or couples that know God's Word, and then just bring one or two people that maybe don't, that are interested in coming to a a regular, maybe a monthly or bi-monthly Bible study or a home Bible study. You can invite a friend to a potluck, a prayer breakfast, or a special event at your congregation or in the community. And uh, these are always great things to do to open doors and a lot of times you have to know those people before they're going to come with you. But it doesn't take long to meet someone to just say, hey, we're having a, a fun event at our church. Would you like to come and bring your family? We'll come by and pick you up. You can wear a Christian cross or a special pin and then pray someone will ask you about it. You know, most people know what crosses are, but like Family Shield has Family Shield lapel pins, and it's the shield with the family and the cross in the center. And most people don't know what it is. Uh, And so we can explain that the Lord loves us and wants us to raise our children to know and love him. You can use your gifts, whatever they are. So you could offer to babysit for a member of your outreach board, someone going through a new member class with your pastor, or for a young single mom as she shops during the Christmas holidays. Um, Whatever your gifts are, find ways to use them to build relationships with people. You can organize a support group for single parents or for grandparents raising their grandchildren. Support groups are a great way to get acquainted and uh, just find like-minded individuals. And in today's world, we can do Zoom meetings that way. They don't even have to be in the same area if their interests are the same. I think uh, the Zoom prayer groups are really a great idea, too, and it's just been uh, interesting how many new ways we have found to communicate. I'm doing a Lutherans for Life uh, presentation next week, and uh, I've been watching some of the old ones, and it's just awesome. They're from all over the country, and they're connected through the Zoom meeting, and they can ask questions and uh, uh, have interaction. Many of them I know from years of, of working with uh, Lutherans for Life, but it's, uh, it's just ex- an exciting way God has opened many new doors for us through the technology of today. You can share a Christian podcast with a friend that you think they might like. I listened this morning to... Uh, 
a new podcast that we're airing this week. It, the The title is Why Fathers Are Important, but I interviewed uh, a friend and his six-year-old son, and his son just stole the show, really just stole the show. And I was listening to it just to see how it went. And and my husband heard me laughing because I was just laughing. It was early this morning. And he said, what are you laughing at? I'm like, oh, my. Uh, Dave's little son just was so precious, six years old and so articulate. And yet uh, it was fun, really fun to listen to him. So podcast even Christian podcasts can be fun to listen to. You can purchase a Christian book or a Bible and give it to a friend. Uh, here's two more stories that I wanted to share. Tanya called us recently. Her husband doesn't attend church with her. She explained he had questions about the Christian faith, and she asked if we could help. And I happened to know her. She was a friend of my daughter's, so there was a connection already. I visited by phone with her to learn more. His questions, her husband's questions, focused on evolution versus creationism. We shared some past Family Shield programs that we have that dealt with this topic of creationism. And we also shared other topics that explain things like who is Jesus and what has he done for us through his death and resurrection. We also share some websites that her husband might be interested in learning more about. One of them was the Creation Museum. Just great, great information when people have questions about that. She uh, told us that he listened to every program and is now attending a church membership class to learn more about the faith. Praise God. Isn't that wonderful? Just the simple way of getting resources to people, help them grow in their faith. And let me just mention, do you know that all of our podcasts are on our website? There's also a search bar that's there that you can put in the topic or the guests that you're interested in. You don't always know who our guests were or even what topic, but you know what topics you're interested in. So normally it will, if you put in grief or grieving, it will bring up multiple programs that we've done on that topic. If you put in parenting, it'll bring up programs that we've done on that topic. Just whatever topic is of interest to you are witnessing. If you put that topic in, you'll find some. There's just over the last 26 years, there's not too many things that we haven't touched on at some point uh, on the program. And so I just encourage you to check that out or sign up to subscribe to it to receive it each week. And you can do that. It can be sent to your cell phone or your iPad, whatever you're using. Here's another uh, way that my daughter uh, witnessed to someone. She had moved to a new area, and she wanted to meet her new neighbors. They had moved several months before, but just hadn't been able to establish a relationship with all of her uh, neighbors, and she wanted to. So she submitted a Thrive in Action Team project to meet her neighbors, and then uh, made a basket of goodies with her children for eight of those neighbors, little baskets and snacks, things that they personally made or bought. And then she and her children uh, delivered them to the neighbors and visited briefly on the doorstep. She didn't plan on a long visit with them. She just wanted to introduce herself, let her know that they'd moved in and just wanted to meet them. 
and wanted to give them a little gift. And so over the next few years, the new neighbors became good friends. And it's a blessing to see that. And if you're not familiar with Thrive in Action teams, uh, the projects that are available and even a little bit of seed money for you to have to, to make projects, I would encourage you to check it out with your Thrivent rep if you're a, a member of Thrivent Financial for Lutherans. Well, I think it's just Thrivent, Thrivent Financial now. It's for any Christians. Here's another story. Uh, it's one my husband shared with me and I put in recently to our email newsletter. Uh, my husband, Chad, came home last week and shared, Kay, I had a wonderful opportunity to share the gospel today with a man who is an immigrant and works at the local grocery store. I've been getting acquainted with him for several months. His wife has cancer. I asked how she was doing, and he shared their challenges. After he shared this, I asked him, are you a believer? He said, no, I'm not. I tried to read the Bible a few times, but just didn't understand it. Chad encouraged him to ask the Lord to help him understand the Bible as he reads it and suggested he read the Gospel of John first. The man went on to say, I never understood why Jesus had to die on the cross. My husband explained more about the reason Jesus suffered and died for our sins. Chad told me he seemed very interested in learning more and had several questions. He told my husband he would pray and ask God to help him understand the Bible. Chad told him he'd touch base again with him soon, and he, he did. Would you join us in praying for this man and his wife? You know, opportunities abound to share the gospel. What door has God opened for you recently? I want to go and share a few things uh, as announcements, and uh, then I'll come back and continue talking about Witnessing a Lifestyle, Part 1, Building a Relationship. Family Shield Ministries cares about families growing in Christ and equips them to witness to each other and to the world. The Family Shield radio program is aired on more than 50 stations throughout the United States. We also produce a weekly podcast. My book, Witnessing a Lifestyle, that we're discussing today, originally came from my monthly Great Commission column in the St. Louis Metro Voice newspaper, I think I wrote it from 1994 to 2013 when it closed. Here's a brief description of the book that was recently shared on our Facebook page. Want to learn how to witness? My book, Witnessing a Lifestyle, is now available at the reduced price of $9 on our website. This includes the 160-page book designed to help Christians learn to share their faith. The book shares examples of how I open up conversations about the Lord with people I meet and more about sharing the gospel and God's word with family, friends, and those in the community. It also includes stories of how other Christians have witnessed. The book also includes a list of Bible verses about witnessing and discussion group questions for the four segments of the book. And we've had many people use those four segments and that question and answer uh, section for a Bible study. It'd be a great thing to do. The four sections include witnessing basics. That's what we're talking about today. Witnessing begins at home, witnessing during holidays, and witnessing in the community. Yes, opportunities to share the gospel abound in today's world. Learn how to share your faith with all types of people in the home, at work, 
and in the community. Today, we're giving away Sharing Your Faith in Daily Life, which is our newest booklet. It's available to anyone that requests it. There's no cost for that. To obtain a copy, call the Family Shield Response Center, 1-877-250-8416, or email us at witness2family at gmail.com. Please keep us in prayer and support us as the Lord leads. Your support allows Family Shield to continue the radio program and podcast that airs on more than 50 stations. Send your gifts to Family Shield Ministries, P.O. Box 230015, St. Louis, Missouri 63123, or charge a gift on our website, www.familyshieldministries.com. Now I want to go back to my the topic of ba- witnessing basics, and it's uh, based on part one of my book, Witnessing a Lifestyle. On the back of my book, uh, there are three words, prepare, care, and share. And that's what we're trying to do in this book that helps you learn how to witness, but everyday witnessing, not a formal, this is how you do it, you have to say this, and then you have to say that, but really just allowing the Lord to open and close doors and not pushing them down, not being abrasive or rude to people, just finding ways to share your faith as God opens the door. So prepare includes ways to open up conversations to get better acquainted, ask questions, respond to their questions, and build a positive relationship with people. And of course, prepare also includes prayer. And we have a lot of articles in the part one about prayer. I'm going to talk about one just in a minute. And we also share how to how to share the gospel. We have uh, a segment in there with just a brief presentation of sharing God's love with someone. And you don't have to share everything you know in one setting. You might just do one at a time. It could actually be a little study each time. But I just, again, wanted to share that. And um, I also want to talk a little bit about one of the articles in the book in part one, Begin With Prayer is what it's entitled. And I just took a few of the the, the sections out. I'm not going to share everything. But it's something I wrote, and I, I uh, uh, want to just share it again. A Christian man recognized the importance of prayer and bringing people to Jesus. He selected three friends who were not Christians and began praying for their salvation, that they'd come to know Christ. The first man came to faith. After three years, he had prayed for him for three years. He came to know Christ. The second man came to faith in 10 years. The Christian man prayed for his third friend for 35 years. Then that Christian man died. Three years after his death, the third man that he'd been praying for all of those years came to know Christ and became a Christian. God answers prayer and desires that we pray for those who are unsaved. He wants us to do that. Prayer is powerful, and we need to be praying and not necessarily pushing down doors or being abrasive or forcing people to hear us. Wait on the Lord to open doors. Do you know family, friends, coworkers, neighbors, or acquaintances who don't know Christ as their Savior and Lord? 
Have you prayed for any of them this week, this month? Although we know we should pray for spiritual things, our busy lives, complicated by Satan's schemes, often keep us from prayer. Do you desire to be used by God to help people hear the gospel message of grace through faith? Then begin with prayer. Be specific in your prayer request. Ask God to open hearts to hear the gospel. Listen to people's needs and concerns. Be willing to lend a helping hand and our witness as the Lord leads. So sometimes it's just get in there and help them in some way. What do they need help with? How can you use your gifts, your many gifts, to serve them? Be persistent in prayer. Be patient as you pray. Don't go ahead of the Holy Spirit. Learn to wait upon the Lord to open those doors. Remember, God's timing is not always our timing. Some people tend to move ahead of the Spirit. At times, well-meaning Christians decide they must witness. Rather than waiting on the Lord, they bulldoze their way into people's lives, and they forget the Holy Spirit needs to prepare hearts in advance. I have just seen that too many times, and I just... Uh, people think I witness all the time. No, if God opens the door, I do. Many times I don't. I just get acquainted with people and have a good time talking to them. And how do we learn to do that? We just, we do know, you know, if someone is interested or not, are they asking questions? Are they showing interest at all in the discussion? And then listen for questions. Questions are often an open door from the Lord. I have a few examples of that I might share in a minute here if I have time. Sometimes prayer is the only way we can reach someone who is unchurched or someone that's fallen away from the church. Uh, Other articles in the part one of my book, Witnessing a Lifestyle, include using prayer in every opportunity to share Christ, using prayer in witnessing, prayer, a vital part of ministry. This was research I did on uh, prayer chains at congregations and how different congregations use that and have people in covenants to pray and do those prayer chains. I used to be very involved in that at one of my congregations. And it's it's good information, and it's a great way. The only frustration I always had with the prayer chains is they usually dealt with only physical needs, not spiritual needs, and I want them to do both. Begin at the beginning, and then the last one is real interesting, obstacles and barriers in witnessing. You know, what does God's Word say about obstacles to prayer. It has a lot to say, and I I wish I had time to share all that. We also have our booklet. We're offering it free, How to Share Your Faith in Daily Life. In that, it's just really a summary of the Witnessing a Lifestyle book, much briefer. I'd like to invite you to pray for someone you know who is not a Christian. Maybe the Lord has brought someone to your mind as I've spoken about prayer. Would you select right now at least one person you know to pray for? And then I'm going to just say a prayer, and, and I'm going to leave blank the name. And, uh, and then I'll just share a few other stories as we uh, complete the program today. Lord, put your, person, your friend's name in here. Doesn't know you as his Savior and Lord. Open the door for him to comprehend the saving gospel message through Jesus Christ. Then guide him by your spirit to place his faith in you. If it is your will, use me to witness in Jesus' name. Amen. So I just have a couple other uh, things I wanted to share from the first part, part one of, of the Witnessing a Lifestyle book. 
again, to talk a little bit more about prayer and some of the ways that I've done that. Prayer can be used to open doors to share the gospel message. Often when listening to someone's family or work problems, we say, I'll pray for you. I encourage you to instead say, may I pray with you and do it. Find an empty office or a quiet quiet corner and pray with them. Include the gospel in your prayer. Thank and praise God the Father for sending his Son into the world, for the sacrifice Christ made for our sins, for the joy and forgiveness that is ours through Christ, and for the free gift of eternal life. We can use prayer to communicate the gospel in a non-threatening way. Uh, Here's a story of how I did that. My neighbor was depressed. She came to visit. I listened to her problems, then offered to pray with her. At least once a week after that, she returned for another visit. She always asked me to pray with her toward the end. I asked God to heal and bless her. As I prayed, I included the gospel message. Several weeks later, right after we had prayed, she said, I've always thought if I was a good person, God would accept me and grant me eternal life. But you said it's only through Christ's righteousness that we can obtain eternal life in heaven. You said Jesus took my sins upon himself on the cross. How can Jesus take my sins? How can I take his righteousness? I don't understand, Kay. Would you explain that to me? She had asked a question. Questions are so often open doors that the Lord gives you. And God granted me words to answer her question. My friend that I'm talking about in that story recently passed away. And uh, it was always a great comfort to me that I had had that time. While she was depressed, she came over almost weekly. But once she was better, and she did get better, uh, we didn't see each other as often. But uh, God is good, and uh, we need to just find ways to uh, share our faith with those that we know and those that we care about. There are other things that we can do to improve our prayer life, and I really encourage prayer when you know someone. As I said, you know, I gave you, uh, I, I said a prayer for you. Pray about who you could be praying for. Even if you never talk to them about the gospel, if you're just too afraid to do that, prayer, pray for them. Ask the Lord to touch their hearts. Uh, again, this is Kay Meyer with Family Shield and our website where you can learn more and you can order our book, Witnessing a Lifestyle. Uh, it's uh, $9. It's on the website under our, our books and products at www.familyshieldministries.com. I think it'd be a great book for church libraries as well. So uh, just uh, think about uh, ordering that. And uh, if you don't want to do that, do order how to share our faith in daily life. It's a booklet. We'll send it out free. This is Kay Meyer again. Thank you for listening. God bless your day. You've been listening to Family Shield, a production of Family Shield Ministries. Its mission is to educate and equip people through the power of the gospel to know Christ, grow in his word, and to strengthen individuals and their families. To learn how you can obtain resources or support the ministry, go to www.familyshieldministries.com or write Family Shield Ministries, P.O. Box 230015, St. Louis, Missouri, 63123. And tune in again next week for Family Shield.